and it's time for another episode of Moments with Mika, and I'm Mika. And I'm Rick. And welcome to this episode. You hear the music in the background? Because this episode is deep. Are you woke or no? So, on this episode <laughs> of the show, y'all like how I did that? Like it's the scary music, like music in the background? If you ain't seen us, then you need to go see it, because this is where the song came from. But... This week, I have my mom and dad on the show, and this show is released on Easter, so this show will be like, it's like a holiday show almost, but this show is about religion, and we have a lot to discuss, because if you don't know me, you're about to know me, and you're going to know a little bit about my life, so. Let's get into it. You ready to get into it? Hi, guys. Hello, everyone. How you doing? Oh, he's so fancy. <laughs> he's so fancy. <laughs> What's up? So I am Wynette. I'm Jamika's mother, and I'm very proud to be her mom. I'm actually excited for Jamika and Rick for the show. I like what you guys are doing. I'm proud for you to just put your thoughts out there into the world. Um, the world won't know unless you put your thoughts out there, one person at a time. So, guys, I'm excited, James. I'm excited to be here with you today. Give me a half hour. High five. That's what I'm talking about. That's Let's what we're talking this. about, everybody. We're about to do this. Now, listen. Get your notepad out. Get your pencil. Your highlighter. Get your Bible. Get your Quran. Get your kebab. Get your prayer cloth. It's about to go down. About- oh, don't forget your praying oil. <laughs> and we'll be right back after this. And now it's time for the show. So I guess we can just take it easy and dive into this a little bit. Yeah, there's levels to it. So yeah. Yeah. We can it's start at the first level because I was gonna start at ten. Yeah, let's not and do that. And then just go all the way down to that's, one that's, and this. It's no going. You know, back. you always yeah, it's not going back. I guess we could just climb it like a ladder. So listen, before you guys really get started in here, we gotta tell you something. So just for people that don't know, James Hunt is a theologian in his own right. I don't know if it's some other name for that, but this guy does a lot of studying, and I'm well aware of how versed he is and. Christianity and several other religions. So we're excited to hear about all of the transitions and everything that he has to I don't say. Know the whole show but we're gonna make him that. put his bags away. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What you say, Carly? Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, Rick, you wanna start off with your first? Wait. You know what? We didn't even let them know. Okay. So the good thing about this show is. These are my parents, so it gives you a little bit into my life. My mom is a Christian, but my dad lives the lifestyle of a Moak. No, um, I follow the order of Ma'at. Ma'at. I always say the name wrong, but you guys get to see that both sides of my family are different. So, let's dive into it, and you can just see how we live our lives a little bit. So, Rick, what's your first question? All right, so, uh, my very first question is, do we all agree that uh, spiritual health is important? I think so. I definitely think that spiritual health is important. Um, the real you, you are a spirit. And so if we don't take care of the real us, we'll be in trouble. So I think it's like really one of the main d- dynamics that a lot of people miss. Okay. I totally agree. Totally agree. I mean, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's important, I guess. Like as physical health, spiritual health is always needed. So if you don't believe in something, then you're going to fall for anything. So well, well, you well, also have atheists, and they don't. I mean, nothing. yeah, but most atheists. Uh, see, this is why I wanted the atheists at the table because I believe that most atheists they don't have anything to look to when they're in the need of trouble. So it's like 
it's a lot different. Like when we in trouble, whatever we believe in is what we gonna call on to, right? But when they're in trouble, they just they like, well, what's gonna happen is gonna happen type people. So it's like a lot different. It's it's actually hard to be a, a true atheist mm-hmm. in the concept of the word in which you're really dealing with with people as yeah. first and foremost understanding that you are a spirit. Right. Okay, it's, okay. it's not about a belief. You are like exactly. you are Jamaica. You are a female. It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter how you dress. You are. So when you being right. an atheist, mm-hmm. you're saying that you do not believe in God. Okay, you don't believe in the concept of the word God. Right. But do you believe in a higher power? Do you say, well, I right. don't believe in higher power? But then you cannot explain how you actually got here from an organism standpoint. Right. So it's not about a belief. It's about just knowing certain facts. Right. About yourself, you know, you 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 don't want to use the word God, you don't want to use the word Jesus, you don't want to use the word Allah. Those are all adjectives. But when you strip all those, what are you saying? How did you get here? Are you different from us? Because then that makes an atheist alien, right? And everybody else a human, right? right. I mean, a hundred percent true. I can rock with that. All right, Rick, you got any easy questions? Because I'm ready to dive in. I all like right. how this is going, where it's going. Let's just get there and get there fast, people. All right. Um, I guess this will be. Uh, not such an easy question, but what gives the classification or mythology versus religion? Mm-hmm. What actually gives a story uh, rooted in religion, uh, religious validity versus like stories rooted in mythology? Because mm-hmm. a lot of them sound similar, right? Um, like just Hercules. with different names. Yeah. Mm. So are you talking? Are you saying it in the aspect as? Uh, what do we perceive from the difference? Mm, yes. It being a difference in mythology and religion and actually believing your beliefs. Okay. You know, because what you believe is what you, what you, how do I say this? It is what you're going to be drawn to. So if you're into mythology, all your concepts is going to come from that direction. Okay. So it really depends on what you believe. Your belief really leads you on all aspects. So if I were to look at that, you know, once again, as I said before, I, t- I tend to like to break down the words, understand how we're using it in the context of our, our sentence. And so when you talk about mythology, you deal with the word myth. So you have to actually understand what myth represent versus religion. Religion, the Latin word is uh, religio. Let's just do it with tying back, binding back. Tying back and binding back to what? Well, in religion, the foundation goes back to mythologies. So what religion is, is, is basically concepts of mythologies. What are mythologies? Really break it down, it's just folktale stories. How people solve things, how they explained it. You know, it's like we see the sun. Is is that the sun is an S U N. I'm talking about the one we see outside. Right. <laughs> we gave it a name. Is it its name that the creator gave? Or is that something that we came up with descriptions? Right. And so we, we're constantly describing what we perceive in our minds to be. And in religions, in religions, that's what man has done. What he perceives, he tries to describe, he tries to explain, and then he takes on the step of trying to dominate that and says, well, I got the best opinion, I got the best version, I got the best facts, so we're going to run with that. And then it just keeps on perpetuating, perpetuating, and the story starts to change in different locations, uh, with different languages. We're meaning the same thing, like Brahma, uh, Allah, Jehovah. Basically, it's the same God. But But if you look at the ethnic groups, it changes because of the language and the culture. And that's why it matters what you believe and where you were taught because that's where where the myths come from, you know. So if you're a Christian and that's all you have and that's all you've seen, 
everything that that comes from you is gonna come from that direction. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Whereas there's some some people that have studied several religions, and they may be able to sit down and tell you about certain stories that, to me as a Christian, may sound strange. Like this allegory is strange because of the belief system that I have. So that play a major role, but I do agree with you. Okay. So let's dive into the good old stuff that's on my paper. Good question, Rick. <laughs> that was a good question. Let's get super deep. So hasn't science and the evolution of time proven that religion is but a fairy tale? You, well, do you want to touch that first, James? Or well, this is every religion we talk so, about. So once again, what I do is I always track what a person is saying based on their words. Mm-hmm. And so you use the word fairy tale. When I look at the word fairy tale, when we deal with all the synonyms, it just goes right back to the word myth. Right. So right. now we're still dealing with mythology. So then the question would come: well, Hasn't science proved that religion is nothing but myth and mythology? And the answer would be totally yes, emphatically yes. It's nothing but myth. Mm-hmm. That's myth. myth is a allegorical story. Allegorical, allegorical story deals with um, mythology. It deals with uh, metaphors. I want, that's the word I want to use. It's metaphors. It's like saying you're hard as a can. Well, you really can't be hard as a can. It's kind of a lingual, right. how we explain it. And only cultures in that speech will understand it. Mm-hmm. So that's why you have different people that won't understand Christianity that wasn't brought up in Christianity versus being brought up in Islam. And we have this controversy because it's a lot of allegorical type words being used in settings explaining things, which is the same thing, but because people just tie into it and say, hey, mine's is it. Mm. And then they tend to leave out science. A lot of your major religions leave out science as if it doesn't exist. Right. If you were to ask which one was first, religion or science, it would really be science because then science talks about the anatomy of man. We talk about cells, atoms, protons. We know that that was first. And that evolved into different forms and different objects, which deals with plants, animals, earth, sky, moon. You know, not trying to go off, but you deal with that. So all that was first. Before there was animals, there was the planet. Was there religion then? Did you need religion then? When the animals came in, whether you believe in dinosaurs or not, Mm. did they need religion? Then after animals and dinosaurs, when man came in. So what place did we need religion to come in? Why understanding, right? right. Which okay. science was there first. Science is not a scientist. It's not a laboratory. It's just right. a word that's used to explain or how to explain the makeup of how things evolved, mm-hmm. how things were created. So when we look at that standpoint, science was first. So if religion came along, it's so important. Why would religion leave out science when well, science was there to define what religion would be? But didn't people make science? Yeah. Like, so let me just... Well, once again, you about the word. We define science. Right. We're talking so, about the word when you actually give the essence of what but science, science is. science is just uh, is research, right? Science is like uh, the idea of understanding what's already going on. But who does the understanding, though? Who so, goes to get the research? The so before you guys like go like into that a little more, I just wanted to add on to what James said because mm-hmm. for what he said, um, to the contrast, I think something different um, as far as have scientists prove religion to be a fairy tale. I would say no because science is there for investigation. Um, religion did not toss science out, and there may be some aspects of religion where they didn't have the understanding, but Religion did not toss it out, and I would say this. Mm-hmm. Science is there to investigate what happens. Right. But religion, as far as being proven to be a fairy tale, no, because that's where relationship steps in. Relationship proves 
that to be different. So that means it becomes an individual example or an individual demonstration of a relationship which makes religion real. Mm -hmm. So because science has done its part, and I love science and I think it's great for science as well as scientists to do their part to prove their theory, uh, there are several scientists that actually did not believe in God, that actually did not believe in the things that, that actually came back. And in their study, they found um, this to be true. They found Christianity to be true. They dug deeper into <clears throat> even the life of Jesus. Now, I would say um, a couple people you should look up is Francis Collins, who was an atheist, who was a great scientist, who did a very great study. Before. Ian Hutchison, that's another scientist that you should look up. Art Lewis, who is a professor, who is a scientist. So I definitely hear what James is saying, and I respect that. But for me, they have not proved it out because you can't, you can't break relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like he said, you can look up and say, we call the sun the sun, which is fine. But we can't negate that it give us heat. You know what I'm saying? So it's some things that just play a role that, for me, no matter how you slice it, it comes up to your experience. So I guess I got something to piggyback off. I guess a question to piggyback off that I didn't write. But why? then here's the question that's posed. Why is it so important to prove another religion to be wrong? I guess that's a good that's question. Because a lot ego. of people go so far to ego. study ego. Yeah, I believe that's a human, a human factor. Mm -hmm. can't just respect that you hate you, you can't respect another person or... like I respect both of my parents and what yeah. they you believe like why do we have to dig so deep to prove another person wrong and what they believe because then that makes prove, you right prove them wrong and so why would you want to prove them wrong we all want to have the truth right we all want to have truth in front of this fact but there's some people that's just stuck on locked on my form of thinking right. we can we, we people say we can agree or disagree I don't believe we can agree or disagree I believe we have an understanding Right. In our disagreements. It's right. not that I don't say that you're right. I just don't understand. If you can help me to understand, then maybe we may agree on certain things. Right. See? And that's just how the world has evolved and how the world's been going. And that's what makes the world so fascinating because of the disagreement with understanding. And we're going to keep on having that because that makes people push further. If we all agreed on the same thing, we'll be stagnated if you really look yeah, at it from absolutely. that standpoint. So but we need you know that rigidness, but we have to have the understanding with respect. I think one thing, like for me, and it just could be my experience, what I find now is that I'm finding more people that's more easily to accept one another in these days than it was 10 years ago. And the reason why, um, like I have people that I work with that have several different religions. We get along. We have a good time at work. You know, we can laugh, we can do lunch together. And it, because it's about the relationship we have with each other, I'm not trying to challenge like what they believe. And I mean, even one of my coworkers, um, I think she dressed so cute in her culture, her, the clothes of her culture. And I'm just home? like, um, she is. And I, I like some of the outfits, I'm always complimenting her. But I think as an individual, that's who you are. But what I have found, the new generation, this new breed that's coming up, they're not fighting. Like years ago, you could see like if a Jehovah Witness came to the door, people would want to stand there and argue with them and cuss them out, things of that nature. But I think that it's more open now for people to hear other people. Mm -hmm. So as for me, um, and I think this probably helped me 
I had the experience of actually going to another church where I didn't know anyone. And because I went somewhere where I didn't know anyone, even though I was still in Christianity, it was a different atmosphere. So I had the opportunity to see how other people think that don't know me personally. And so it helped me see things on a different perspective. I actually went to two churches and they both, it was like in the church, it was two different worlds, I guess I could say, or two different ways of doing things. But because of that, you know, I'm more liberal to say, okay, well, I understand why some Christians may not do one thing that another Christian can do. All right, well, we're wrapping up with this part of the show. I hope you like this conversation because I did. <laughs> so we'll be oh right back after this. I know you like that song, Corey. Stop, Stop hating on Stop. it. Oh. <laughs> like that. <laughs> and we're back, and it's time to talk about. I rode into town on an ass. Oh. Your mama's ass. That's terrible. Oh, Jesus. That one is funny. You can't get past it. But yeah, let's get right back into the conversation. Rick, what's your question? Yeah, so where we left off, it uh, actually leads into this question. Because um, you said you visited other churches. Yeah. Uh, and they were all within the Christianity, Christianity faith, correct? Yeah. So uh, with so many denominations of all religions... Can we still have one as under any religion? I think so. Because really, when you start talking about denomination, basically you're talking about specific teachings that they have. That's all. all. And like, although I don't think that it was meant to have all these denominations, but because we are all so different, I don't have a problem with denominations. I don't have a problem when a person say, I'm non-denominational. Because basically it's just a teaching. Because some... Let me give an example. Um, there are some parts of Christianity where they don't think that women should wear makeup. That's a part of their doctrine. That's a part of their belief. I don't right. have a problem with that. But I prefer to be on the side where it's okay for me to have on eyeliner. It's okay for me to wear lipstick if that's what I want. So I definitely don't have a problem with it. Because I realize as an individual, if we're really going to meet one another, that unfortunately we do classify each other differently so if you're the group that don't want to wear makeup go ahead and chill out in that area you know what i'm saying right. but as for me and my crew we wear makeup <laughs> and it don't mean we're not gonna go to heaven so i am okay with that okay what about you um okay so i mean i, I agree with with, with uh insert something in, in agreement when we deal with domination to, to finding the word the word is a branch of a set or movement or persuasion or order etc and we talk about how we use words once again it's it's just it's it's a pet peeve of mine right. now that i'm understanding because you can get tricked up in just words it's right. always like right. read the very fine 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 print well, if it's so important, why don't you make the print bigger? Right. So when we start dealing with the word denomination, mm-hmm. and you say non-denomination, what is that's idiotic. You really can't have a non-denomination if you understand what denomination means. Right. Because when you do denomination, denomination gives you the order. So if you see non-denomination, you say, well, you don't have no order. What type of order are you talking about? You have a non-mainstream religious order. In other words, I don't want to do it the way you're doing it. Yeah. I want right. to do it the way I'm doing it. That's where the problem of conflict comes in because who gives you the right, technically, spiritually, religiously, from God being the head to tell that, that did not tell you that you could do it this way? You, you get what I'm saying? So we have all these religious philosophies and persuasions, baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, baptized in Jesus only, sprinkle water, get dipped in water. 
got to go to the river. All these what different types. What about types. falling in water? Because you know some of these pastors have been dropping these babies. <laughs> right. And so you, you, you get all these and you go right back to the foundation of the Bible. Well, yeah, some right. denominations don't believe to baptize babies at all. Right. Because they can't profess their faith. Then some say you need to be baptized when you get married. That then some you move when you move from a different yep. set religion as from Baptist to Pentecostal or Pentecostal to Baptist, you have to be rebaptized again. I don't think that, so if it's just a one concept with a one religion, with a one God, out of all 30,000, being breast under one, universally, yeah. utopially, it should work that way. But we know, we know it don't work that way because Baptist churches are fighting with each other. Caucasian, I mean, not Caucasian, but um, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're too. with each other. Black churches, you, you see what I'm saying? No, it's, it's not. It's not working universally as what God would have it. Okay, because okay? we got all these churches in these communities, in these neighborhoods. Okay, then why the violence is not? But that's the end of it. Those are We're talking about God. You know, it's only one God. Of course. It's only one God. I it's only one that. Savior. It's only, only one Holy Spirit. In regards of how you speak about it, mm -hmm. explain it, right? Mm -hmm. And if this dominion power is coming down mm -hmm. in that said church mm -hmm. on this corner, mm -hmm. in that said church across the street in this corner, you would think the power between the two with the persuasions would be enough universally for that area mm -hmm. to reduce down crime. That's what I'm looking at. But from. see, here's where you have to stop, though. Once you start bringing in human us individual personalities really for me religion is a matter of the heart right so when you start dealing with all these personalities and as i stated before like my personality might come off a little bit stronger than another personality a person that um can't deal with people with a strong personality they do need to go somewhere where people um are not as headstrong oh, or yeah. you have some people that's personality a I don't think that that kind of stuff stops you from reaching God. I think the problem is, you know, somebody want to have a bigger Cadillac than the other person and egos get in the way. But when it all boils down, the purpose is still being fulfilled in-house. And so... But that's in that religious house. Like, for instance, like yeah, that's in Yeah, but that's why they remember. That's in... What I'm saying is, I'm, I'm looking at the big... The big picture as listen to what you're saying, that's in your church. When I say your mm -hmm. church, not specifically your church, right. but that's your church, right. your belief, right. the concept of what you come from. Mm -hmm. Different from the church called the street. Right. That's a Baptist. Different from the church that's around the corner, that's a Catholic. Right. Okay? Because right. we have all these different types of churches in the neighborhoods, mm -hmm. in the communities. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying is there's only one God. Is it a Catholic God? Is it a Baptist God? Is it a Pentecostal God? Y'all get what I'm saying? Right. Because then that brings in the persuasion, because the Baptists do it the Baptist way. The Catholic did it Catholicism. Mm -hmm. Cogent or Pentecostal deals with it that way. Right. If we're all doing it this way and that way, then it, it, to me it appeals to the mind to say, wait a minute, what is God saying? Because he, he, it, she cannot be that divided where I'm going to give you a pencil, I'm going to give you a pen, and I'm going to give you a cram, and I'm going to tell you all you to write. How do we know which tool is the right tool to use from the cram, the pen, and the pencil? And if it's one God, that God entity divine force will have one writing tool and that will be let's just say a pencil. Then that means you have a pencil, you have a pencil, and you have a pencil. Mm -hmm. But but here's and the thing though, there won't be distinguishes. This is what we have to realize. Once men touch things, once men put their hands on things, that's when things begin to change. Um I don't I don't believe that 
um, with us serving God and religion that, you know, God set out for us to have these denominations. That's the part that man has done. But yet and still, because religion is a matter of heart, Can I, say this? I don't think that it will stop Can I say us this? from yes. Why does man need religion, which lets you know that man made the religion in regards to expanding? Because animals didn't really, animals don't need religion. And they can be tamed. Not by us, but by their own natural forces. We are the only entity on this earth that need a religion to control us. That need a church to guide us. God created animals, so then why didn't he give them an animal church? Just stick it in the concept. Just stick it in the concept. If it's so important to keep the lion from killing the sheep, then why do we have religion here? Because that's what's dividing us. So let me just close it out with this then. How about we not say religion and how about we say relationship? So I guess that kind of answered... That answered that the answered, question I was writing yeah, while I was writing it. It answered the question <laughs> of aren't all religions praying to the same God? But I mean, I guess it's not praying to the same God, but it's praying to the same divine force. Or is that what we're calling it? Because that's, I mean, God, if the energy is force, coming... higher spirit. Yeah, if the energy way. is coming from one source and there's all these gods, we'll say about 10,000 of them, where are they getting their source from? Is it could it be defined as one source? So for me, if you're asking, are all religions praying to the same God? No. Why? Because opposites can never be the same. Um, people have gods that they pray specifically to. You have people that pray to Buddha; they're praying to that God. But who is people Buddha that pray power from? Because the word Buddha means black. People that pray to Muhammad is. I pray to the Christian God, so mm-hmm. I don't think that we are praying to the same God. I don't think so. So it's like a so it's like a, a, a cloud above us that's in a spiritual war. And I know y'all gonna use that in spiritual warfare, just take out prayer fasting and all that type of thing. That there's a war of the gods. So how can how can how can we line up with God if there's a fight between gods? But the thing is, there is no fight between gods. This is what I'm thinking. If you say Allah is one God, God is one God. Buddha is one God, Muhammad is one God, Barama is one God, I'm and these God. are all our spiritual forces yeah. at that hover above us, right? Yeah. Who's fighting for the soul of man? God. So that means they're at odds. So if they're at odds, why should we be following it or them if they can have order? Just a thought. See, I just deal with thoughts and bring it down okay. to practical facts to make people think. Because I want to make people really think about what they're saying that they believe. I'm not doubting what they believe. You believe what you want to believe, but I'm just saying, think on it. I, do I have all the answers? No. I got, do I have it the right? No, but... Three. I got three more questions for okay. us. Because okay. um, I wanted to ask you a question, James. So what you're saying, I'm sorry. Do you believe that there is more than one God? Well, the way I answer that is, I have to do... And I know everybody... Don't just say yes or no, yes I do. I can't answer yes or no because you do the concept of what you would prefer to be referred to as God and what I refer to no, as a yours. concept. Yours as a concept. As a concept? Yeah. Put your timer. <laughs> Get your timer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Next question. Next question. Let me I see will, that sheet. I will answer that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank so, you. the next question I'm thinking of, oh, we got the answers on ours. Y'all don't have the answers on y'all because I had to give us a little bit more stuff. So, I guess you already answered the question of how can a person believe in God or ancestors when there's so much evil and suffering happening in the world. I guess we kind of dibbled and dabbled in it for a second, but... Well, let me say this. There, in my concept, me being a part of this, mm-hmm. there's a difference between God and ancestors. So, 
you know, however y'all deal with that, right. there's a big difference between a God and the universe. You can't set them. It's not like God is oh, up yeah, here and answers up here. Once again, it comes from the construct of mm -hmm. what you've been taught, what you know to be culturally based in your culture, mm -hmm. okay? Because you could, many people say answers are angels. Well, if you say angels, the first thing you're going to go is biblical. Right. right. So now you're going to bring up the biblical concept as being the factual evidence that proves angels, that proves ancestors, and then the word, the word, just the word, mm -hmm. G-O-D, concept of God, comes into everybody's mind mm -hmm. to be this. And so when, when I get posed that question, it's always different because I, I have to be able to let people know my standpoint on how I see the spiritual order or the universal order. Right. right. Some call that God, it's like, I'll take that word out. Right. It's like a to me, it's like a bad word. Okay. But that doesn't mean I don't believe in a superior being. Mm -hmm. You say, well, that, that's what we call that God. Well, that's what you call it, and I respect that. Right. But I don't call it that yes, because when I study it from a, a, a etymological way, mm -hmm. that word means offering. It means the poor. The word God don't even give the meaning of deity. Okay. So like before the word God came, what were we calling it? So you know what what I wanted to say is that people ask that question all the time, like, how could it be a God and everything is going bad in the world? But one thing that I look at for the writings that I we have as a Christian and we follow the Bible, a lot of this stuff was prophesied that these things will come. So I'm not surprised when they happen because this is the direction that the world is going in, but by faith. You know, I pray, I'm covered, you know, God is protecting me, I pray for my family, so, you know, God is still God, he still sits on the throne, but what's happening is the people in the world, so many have detached themselves from that, is that their belief is, well, if something go wrong in my life, then there can't be a God, sometimes we produce our own problems in our life, so why is that God's fault, if you spend your paycheck and your lights get cut off, you made that problem, that's not a God problem. And so if you get mad and you let your anger control you and you go ahead and you don't stop and think and then you go out there and shoot somebody, why is that God? That's something you done. You made a conscious choice. Okay, so can I say something right there? Sure. If you go out and shoot, if you go out, if you go out and shoot someone, that's because you want to do it, right? Exactly. So are we are, are we're now saying or suggesting that the evidence of the devil existing made me do it. Flip Wilson, 1960s, is out of the picture. It's a person that is being controlled by their own moral standards to either love life or not life. So the devil didn't make you do it. You did that on your own. So, okay. So when we talk about evil things and wrong things being done, it's that person. So then there's no contrast or no opposite between God and the devil. No, I'm definitely not saying that. I'm saying that there are times... See, here's the thing. I'm based on what she's saying. I'm saying... You can open yourself up to some things. You make we all make personal choices as individuals, right? But then there are some times where there is a spiritual deity or some type of spiritual being that steps in and help people make choices. So what I'm saying is people are saying the world is bad, so that means God is not here. I'm saying no. Sometimes it is us. Sometimes we are bad. Sometimes we make choices that hurt our life. But then there are times where there is spiritual influence. I call them demonic influence. When it's bad, that will cause a person to see red. And before they know it, they just shot up six people. And then they come back to reality and say, what did I do? Mm, so that, I guess that brings me to my next question. Because I don't like to use the word demonic. 
be on from that because when you really study the actual word origin, it means bad breath. Demonic. I've never oh, seen that, but I can definitely. You get what I'm saying? But, but yeah, but, but, see, breath, but breath means wind, spirit, energy. That's right. That's right. That's right. So you have to remember why right. you chose that word. I knew to speak you were about going in that action. direction, and I can go with that. Because even if it's bad energy, bad breath, and I hear people when they talk about the energy in their atmosphere, a lot of times it is a bad spirit. And if you want to call it bad breath, I could deal with that. I could accept that. I would not go with that. Negate that, I'm sorry, because I know James is a walking dictionary. And I give you credit for that because it causes people to, to think, think. That's all I want to do, think. And I give you credit because you know what you taught me years ago, and I stand on it all the time. Word Power 101. That's it. And words are like life. Words is deep. And so I try to be more cautious on my, my thinking and the words I use. All right, so the next question is, will we be timed at one minute? <laughs> Y'all just don't know what's going on at this table. Yeah. They giving out all type of signs for sign time that's over, busting in it, and uh, Wynette is not keeping it. Get your time out. I'm over here doing a Sorry, people. The choir spin with the hands, everything. We don't want the show to be long, but religion is such a big topic, and I'm telling you, like, I love all people, and it doesn't matter to me what a person believe. I, I love everyone. And so, you know, I I, don't. I, <laughs> I agree like everyone, like we can coexist and, you know, just be regular humans. I'm not going to tell somebody if they're going to heaven or hell. My choice is that if I could take somebody to heaven with me, come on, let's go. But if a person chooses to say, hey, I don't believe in heaven and I don't want to go, that's fine. But as for me, I'm, you know, if I had to make a choice, give me some fire insurance. <laughs> Definitely impartial. Yeah, I want to go to hell. I don't want to risk I, I, it. I don't say I love everybody. I just don't form an opinion unless an opinion is required. So, <laughs> uh, other right. than that, live your best life. Brings us to the next question. Get that timer ready. So we're gonna start with this one because I know that this one is gonna be a big one oh. about the evolution in the creation. All right, how long then are we giving for this? We're giving one minute, sixty seconds for this and one. We should we talk know, about evolution. Gonna, this one is gonna be crazy, but let's see. One minute. With what you feel on the evolution or the creation, or just exactly where do you think the universe came from? I know it's a big one, but let's see what happens with it. Go ahead and hit that timer. Who's starting off? Ma, you hitting this? Okay, I will start off, and I guess I would start by saying, you know, how can something come from nothing? The way that I see that is because of my belief as a Christian that God created the heavens and the earth. Um, we take that from Genesis the first book of the Bible, and I know James will come in and say technically as far as time, you know, Genesis is not the first book, but when you buy a regular Bible, um, Genesis will tell you that we believe that our God created the heaven and the earth. So I, I, I don't argue the point with people that go far with the Big Bang Theory. As for me and my life, um, my God created the heaven and the earth. So we were not monkeys? No. No I'm monkeys? I'm not going with that. No monkeys? Mm. Cause, and then, and I, I want to make you laugh when you talk about being a darn monkey. Because you got different kind of monkeys out there. So we were all monkeys. We have all these different. Yeah. Right now we have I all totally these different races that. of people that's out here. You know, how in the world did we go from having long arms? And... Uh-oh, that's that one minute. Up. All right. That let's her one minute or was that our one minute? That's her one minute. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say, you took 30 <laughs> <my> seconds. <laughs> And hit it. Okay, well, let me say this here. We talk about, the question was, what's the question again? Evolution or creation, where do you think the universe actually came from? What is your beliefs on that? Topic? They're both one and the same. That's my that that's my take on it because when I you look at the word that. duo, 
duo means two. So whether I say duo or whether I say the word two, T-W-O, it's the same. It's how people, it's how people use the word. Once again, I'm just going to use it at its broadest base. Yes, yeah, scientific evolution, Darwin's theory that people do it. No, it goes before that. We do evolution. Evolution is nothing but a tadpole that turns into a frog and a caterpillar that turns into a butterfly. Another word would be transformation. Another word would be uh, um, metamorphosis. So metamorphosis, transformation, evolution, creation, it all ties into the being the same thing. Stuck with man's mind trying to explain it from a different philosophy. If that makes sense. It's the same thing. Okay, that makes sense. Get that timer started again since we on the hot road real quick. You know, y'all getting this done. That's a high five. We hitting the timer. All right, so look, let's go to this one. Where do we go when we dive in? You ready for it, my Hit it. Oh, my goodness. We're going to restart you. Add one and go. You know, I believe that as a Christian, when I die, okay, we, we always use the scripture to say to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But I believe that once I immediately close my eyes on this side of the earth, that I open my eyes to eternal life or death. Um, if I've lived right and I've done the right thing, I'll open my eyes to eternal life. I believe at that point that I will have an opportunity to be united with Jesus. Um, I do believe in heaven. I'll be in heaven where it's howdy howdy and never goodbye. Um, I believe that the streets are paved with gold. Um, I have so much to look forward to. I'm living to live again. I, I, I actually believe that, like, as a believer, that we actually don't die. We just go to sleep and we wake up our, on another side. That's why when I hear that a believer left this world, like, I usually get happy because I'm like, oh, my God, they're gone to their reward. I personally lost one of my brothers. Darn, there go my timer. But he was a believer, and so I'm excited. I'm looking to see him again. I do believe in hell, but I know I'll be on James' time. But I said either eternal life or death. If it's eternal death, I believe that it's hell. And he did not vibrate his phone. So I don't want to be on his timer. But I do believe that if you have not confessed your sins and repented, um, you didn't make a relationship with Jesus Christ. I don't believe you can get to the Father without going through his son. Um, oh, you going to just take a whole another minute. Well, wow. James, James wasn't prepared. Is, oh, his, prepared. His iPad just, is going off over no, here. No, I'm good. So I'm I good. believe that if you don't, you won't take part in heaven. You don't accept Christ. It's not a hard thing to do. There's no work to get to Christ. It's just repentance. And so my thing is, is not to be mean or anything like that. But if you don't want my God, why should you get my heaven? I don't want to see people go to hell. You know what I'm saying? And and maybe with their religion, it's somewhere that they can go. So with your religion, if it's somewhere else you can go, I hope it's peaceful. Right. Well, my religion, they, they say if you're not right, you're going to hell. Cool. So, so let's hit this timer again. You ready? <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're going to start this over. Before I hit the timer, this is the question. The question is, where do you think we go when we die? And ready, set, start it. Okay, so once again, I just deal with words. We talk about where do you go? You know, where do you think you go? Or where do you believe you go? Mm-hmm. And I don't deal with those rational, irrational words because right. those just stagnates us. From my comedic understanding, that dates three to 4,000 years well before any set religion came to play for us, the people who created them. So I'm saying from the comedic 
And what I mean by comedic, I'm dealing with black African spirituality that dates back three to 4,000 years before there was even a Greek, before there was a Roman, to even have a European. Our concept was, as we studied the universe, as we studied nature, we saw a sense of reincarnation. So when we die, we reincarnate. Is there a heaven, there's a hell? No, that is not in our concept. Mm -hmm. That is a man-made concept of a heaven and hell. When we die, we come back. If that, if, if, if that not be the case, then why are other people in the religious still wanting to practice uh, uh, ancestral worship, which is not in their religion for them to do, to speak to the dead? Right. Meaning the dead is alive. Meaning that if they're alive, they're not occupied in some place. Mm. Okay. okay, so I guess I just hit them with I'll be damned if I come from heaven to talk to somebody. That's and it's highly, highly never goodbye. And I never get sickness and never do it. Why would I want to even allow myself to come into an earth that's been conditioned and corrupt from my stainless new body? Well, that's a scripture that we read. It says we are compassed about with such great a cloud of witness. I do believe in the cloud of witness. Um, I don't believe anybody from heaven. And I don't have a problem with that. I agree with you on that. But I, I don't believe anybody from heaven is coming down here. But I do believe that they have the opportunity to pray for us and pray that we get strength so that we can get our ministry done, our mission fulfilled, the greater cloud of witness, which you would call ancestors. Deceased people, ancestors, can help us out. I said they could pray for us, so if you consider that help, I don't... Who are they praying to? My God. So you're saying, let's just say for... Pastor Kevin Johnson. If I can yes. use, I'm gonna say yes. my mother because I don't want to yes. offend anybody. If I no, do no, it's I'm okay. gonna use my because I don't okay. want anybody to listen to it. Why he he right. said my mother passed away. She was a Christian, as we would say. Okay, right. okay. She dies. She goes to heaven. So now she's in heaven. She's praying to God in heaven. I'm praying to God in heaven. She just have a great connection with God in heaven because she's in heaven because God still needs prayer in heaven to do things on earth rather than just prayer on earth to do things in heaven. But see, listen, can I just say something? Can I get caught up on this? I got a good okay, question. Okay, okay, I know. I just want you to hear. I just want you to hear. I just want you to hear the concept. So you're telling me people in heaven are still praying when they're supposed to be enjoying the blissness. That's, I'm just. I know you're not letting me get my. Okay, okay. listen, this is what I want to say. There are several Christians that may not believe it that way, but I believe Started. the scripture we are compassed about with a great cloud of witness, which means that at some point, there's somewhere in heaven that they can view this earth. We are compassed, compassed to be surrounded with a great cloud of witness. What are the witnesses witnessing? What are they doing? And this is my belief that they can't intercede for us. Um, and if that is considered help, yes. But what I'm saying is they are not visiting this earth. I don't believe that they are visiting this earth. Okay, cool. So look, let's get ready for this next question because y'all getting deep on this one. Y'all getting real deep. Woo! So I got a deep one for you. What's oh, the difference shucks. between a spell and a prayer? Before you answer, before you mm -hmm. think think about it, now I'm going to ask this question because a prayer, you're praying to your God, right? Mm -hmm. And you have to have the faith of a mustard seed. So there is um, ingredients that go with the prayer, right? But you also, mean, you're only using a Christian base. No, I'm that's for that side, right? Even with, even like, I guess with Muslims, you, when they're praying, don't they pray like five times a day? You have to have some type of faith on whatever you're praying for or believing for it to happen, right? You have to have some type of belief system. Now, also on the other side with spells, you have to have ingredients, and some is physical ingredients, and it's also a prayer as well. So could they both be considered the same thing? Let's get that timer started. And... Do you want to head this one off? Well, once again, I just deal with words from the ethological meaning. Right. And I would say 
if you just want to answer, yes, and then I can just leave it alone. But I know a lot of viewers are going to be questioning because they don't understand what I mean when I say both of them are the same because they don't, they don't understand the origin of the word spell versus prayer. Uh, some say spell because they've been they've been mentally affected by some other culture of people teaching our culture, teaching our rituals, and what they see to be done, demonic, to be evil, but they took that practice, do it the same way, and then they package it over, and then they call it prayer. Right. And then when we say spell, as you say, ingredients, there's, it, what is ingredients? Because then we start talking about uh, dealing with voodoo, and people don't even know what voodoo is, because right. voodoo is a noun, and it's not a verb, and it's not an adjective. Voodoo, the word voodoo means herb, means healing. See, and some people don't do their research. So they, they don't. don't really know. So then they'll make voodoo some type of movement. Oh, and that was the minute, too, right on it. So you ready for this one, Mom? Yeah, so for me, um, I do think that there's a difference between a spell and a prayer. They are very similar. But well, one thing that I think about with a spell... A spell is when um, someone is tapping into them their self to use their power, whether they're using it um, over someone else's will. But a spell is usually to get something accomplished um, that one wants for themselves or for a family member or a friend, whether it's um, a witch trying to do a potion to get another woman, a love partner, they're doing it for that. And I think that prayer is more giving homage no matter what God you pray to. Prayer is more of an intimate setting to um, give some type of worship, homage, even requests. But the requests are usually something that you look for God to intervene. But I think spells is more done by self-power, self-will, um, the purpose of specifically targeting, I don't want to say a person or a thing, but more than likely it's a person. Mm. Okay. okay. Then let's, let's do this one. We, we kind of hit on, you kind of hit on it a little bit as you were speaking um, about people that have taught us this religion. Um, I want to get into this, and this will be the last question because I know that this will be the kind of the whammy for the show. We have another volume and everything to go back into everything and get more questions from people. But let's discuss slavery for a second. It's been discovered, it's been said that, that Christianity was forced on Africans. And my question is, do we, knowing this knowledge, expect someone to give up their belief that they've grown up to know based off of this discovery of history? That's the real big question of it. Like, knowing that this was forced on your great-grandparents, but you still believe it because you've had this faith for 20-plus years, does it cripple the person for keep on believing into believing in something like that do you believe it will cripple a person or is it because it is a lifestyle for a person of what they believe that's basically what a belief is it's your lifestyle how your lifestyle was shaped so how you ended up with that lifestyle like this is what you believe now now um taking your beliefs and trying to counteract fact uh, based off of what you believe, then that, that would just be ignorant. Because, like, if you look at, I believe this. Like, I don't believe the sky is blue. But factually, I can walk outside and see a blue sky. Right. I mean, that would just be totally ignorant. Because you can see it. Right. So yeah. it, it's, it bears proof. Right. And so a lot so, of things that we do, it needs to bear out proof before we establish a belief. And, and that that's 
what belief is there, but as far as religion go, this is faith in what you can you can't always prove. So it's like to say that now we've proven that your ancestors got uh, your religion based off of it was forced on them, mm-hmm. but you don't know. Uh, or if you haven't taken the time to go back and study what came before that, like you're going to be stuck with this belief system. So knowing your ancestors went through this to get this belief system until you have something else to believe in, then, I mean, this is what you have. Right. So for me, um, although my ancestors (laughs) was forced into it, I could accept that. But for me, I think, living in a day and time where we've had the opportunity to educate ourselves, it gives us more of an opportunity to start studying out for ourselves as individuals. And I think that even children that's raised up in a certain religion, once they get to a certain age, they start questioning things on their own. So as for me, I can finalize my beliefs in Christianity because of the relationship that I established with God and the experience that I've had with him for myself. So for me, it doesn't matter if everybody in the world stopped believing in Christianity and say Jesus is not the Messiah. I've had experiences where I know for myself that it's real. Um, I had an out-of-body experience. I'm a dreamer. I see visions. And so many things have come to pass. So whether someone say to me it's not real or not, you would never be able to take me from it because of my relationships. So unfortunately, it may have been forced on our ancestors, but it has worked for me. And I think I know more now than what my ancestors would have known. So the Bible said all things work together to the good of them that love God. So it's some things that may come in an abrupt way. But for me, if you're a believer, it works for your good. So this came from my ancestors and it has worked for my good. When something is forced upon you, and using the word once again, force, it's not good for you. So I say that to go on to say this. We were fine 10, 12,000 years ago, proven fact. And let me also interject this. And I don't do anything to brag or put me up. I'm, you know, as she said, and I appreciate the compliment of theologians. I'm not that. I'm just a guy who's trying to find the truth that's on a journey in his life to discover who is who he is and what he is to be from what he has done, be it good or bad. And saying that, I traveled to Israel 2016 because I was a Christian, moving more over into the Hebraic understanding because when you deal with the Bible, the Bible is not 66 books, it's really 39 books plus the other missing 12 books that deals with the Torah, that deals with the Tanakh. So that's the Bible because that's what the Jews said in the Bible and that's where the Christians got their Bible from. There is no New Testament when you deal with the whole Bible. That's something totally new. Strat, we deal with that later. So when I went there, I studied. And I'm talking real fast because I only have a minute and they may give me a couple more, so I'm saying stuff real fast. <laughs> I'm going to play this back three or four times if you ain't listening. Tell the baby to be quiet. Tell the dog to start barking. So I went there and I studied. And I went to the Bethesda and I went to different things. And I want to say this to Wynette and mm-hmm. Jamaica because mm-hmm. they know foundationally in 1998 when I, in, when I incorporated the name Bethesda Community Church. Mm-hmm. Stating from John uh, 7 and 1, I got my eyes closed because I'm looking in my mind to see these pictures and papers and things, even though I went to Israel for two, uh, two weeks. Uh, let me tell you what I found out. I found out that St. John chapter 7, the Pool of Bethesda incident is not in the original text. That was something that was put in there and it was poetic. Did you hear what I said? But in 1998, I felt 
that God spoke to me and said that he wanted me to use this scripture as the bridge for my church, Bethesda Community Church, okay? That was in 1998. In 2016, I had an epiphany. I had a wake-up call because I went to the homeland, the holy land, where everything started. And I studied with world-renowned Jews. And once again, I'm not trying to push them, so I'm just telling you my journey where I went to and found the truth. That John, uh, I think it's John chapter 7 or maybe John chapter 5, but it talks about the pool of Bethesda, the man that laid the pool of Bethesda. I felt that that's what God was giving me for the universal movement of my ministry. And it just wasn't there. Okay, now, that being three years ago, everything started to change. Because you're telling me that this has been in the Bible. And it's not in the original Bible. And of course, I saw the original Bible. When I say original Bible, it's my manuscripts from the manuscripts from the manuscripts from the manuscripts from the manuscripts. Okay? Um, it just wasn't there. And it appealed to me. And so it started to question me. Not that I cannot hear God, that I did not hear God, but God didn't say that. So if God didn't say that, how could I say that he said other things that were purely good, only to find out factually that it doesn't even exist? Does that make sense to you all? It does. It makes sense. Okay, so I want all of you to look at this image that I just sent you. Oh my goodness. Slavery was a I think I deleted it. Slavery was a And and before before slavery before slavery, let me just get this straight, because um when that took my bag, you all, I want y'all to know that I have some arsenal <laughs> because she called off a lot of authors and people that you should read and within my bag I have authors, but I do have Shiok Diak, um uh, Philippi Obenga, Joseph Benyatin, John Henry Clark, and Francis <laughs> Welling, and Walter Williams, and there's other authors. But I want to kind of throw that out there so y'all understand that, you know, there's some factual information. But mm, before that, we were fine. Really, the things that you find in the Bible come from the comedic concept. The Bible did not come out of Africa. The concepts that the Bible plagiarizes came from Africa. And so everything that's in the Bible, the, the word the word Pentateuch, we say the word Pentateuch means five, the five books of the law of Moses. You go back right. and Google that, and you're going to find out that's a lie. People say, well, don't use Google. Everybody uses Google. Google has some factual information in there, and there's books to prove it. Um, it was an astrology book that was taken out of African uh, 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 Coptic language and put into Latin language by, um, and I, the name will come to me in a minute, but it was an astrology book. So what we call religion now, Jesus, the 12 disciples, and all of that stuff, is just allegorical speaking about astrology. That goes back to the relationship of the sun orbiting, that sun orbiting the earth orbiting the sun and the stars following that. You have Canis major, um, um, uh, 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 minor major. And I'm speaking real fast because I'm trying to get a lot of stuff out at, at a limited amount of time for everybody to understand. It's just astrology, okay? It's the study of cosmic space. One of our proverbs is as above, so below. Whatever happens up there happens down here. And it's the final structure. We just have taken it and we uh, have anthropomorphized it. You look up that word anthropomorphic when you deal with anthropology, the study of man. Yeah. We just taken that morphically and changed it into human personification. We took the sun S U N and we personified it and made it S O N. We took the moon, we personified the moon. Everything we take, we personified it, we give it either a masculine or we give it a feminine, and then we bring it down and we try to explain it. That happened thousands and thousands of years, and now because we lost the connection with our ancestors to understand what really took place, slavery, we just believe was written now that there was a man named Jesus that walked on the face of earth. I'm not dissing that, 
I've used other things, that there was a Moses that went at the top of the mountain, and God gave him two plates with the Ten Commandments, okay? That there were um, Noah that was in the boat for 40 days and 40 nights, and it rained and killed all mankind, but the eight, and the eight got off the boat and repopulated the earth. Eight people repopulated the earth. Eight people repopulated the earth without incest, okay? So we have to ask ourselves these concepts. What in the world is going on? And God is against incest. It had to be more people in the Garden of Eden other than Adam and Eve. Because if Adam and Eve were the first two people and one son got killed, leaving three, and then it wants to come and say, and then they had sons and daughters. Well, then, how is it not that Jamaica is my mother, my sister, and not my daughter? So let me ask you this. At and that, I don't mean to go off place. on that. It's just the concept of just thinking. When we, the thing, we, we take the true story and we twist it. And we personify and make them people, and they're not people. They're just entities and energies that we cannot explain the concepts and the relationships that they connect with. So my question would be this, because mm. like I get everything that you're saying, and I know that like we're out of time. Oh, we've been out of time, baby. But my thing is, if this is my belief, why even work? Because let me tell you something. It's a lot of smart people in this world, and they can't even tie their shoe. To me, it's not the knowledge base. Again, I want to know about relationship. So, what is? I know what my personal relationship is. So, in any religion, you should have a personal relationship with I'm your a God. Myself. Oh, that was my question. So, your relationship. Okay, so I get that. I get that. Is I this on that. here? I get that. Because this is this is going to make it more meaty. Because people are going to be controversial, which they already call me yeah. in a cult and a cult this and all that. And I and I and I and, and I welcome other names because I know the definitions of them. Even if they call me a bitch, I still know what the word bitch means and where it came from and its association to the cosmic. So you really compliment me rather than degrading me. But so that's I accept what, that. James. You got a right to believe what you want to believe. But it's not a belief. You know. Well, you. If we right are a spirit, if we are, if we are, and I want to, if we are a spirit, and there's only one spirit. And we're we are made in an image and likeness. You cannot be made in an image and likeness of something you are and not be it. Jamaica is Pooh Bear. Jamaica is Wanette. You carry yeah, the I same you carry the same mitochondria DNA. And Jamaica's babies that's in her that was in that were in her when she was in you, scientifically proven that whatever amount of baby she's gonna have, it was already preset in her, the same when you were in Susie. And so whatever Susie is, you are, Jamaica is, and all the girls that transformed before that. So I I can only be what created me. And for me to say that I'm God is not being pompous and prideful. Yeah, I mean, I am God. God. I'm not yeah. a God because there's only one spirit. We have to understand what articles deal with, or, you know, what articles deal with, the, the, the definite and the indefinite, the A and the the. I'm not a God, which means there are other gods. That's the problem we have now. I am the God, but I know that I'm not the big one sitting on the throne that everybody says. Right. But you right. cannot separate me from it, from him, from her, and being what him and her is. And if we look at that, we will all walk in the uniqueness of just one God. And because we don't do that, and we separate things between a God and a religion, mm -hmm. that now makes it an additional, we're going to have confusion. So you know what the good okay. thing is? Is that seeing that Jamaica invited us into the show, James? I think the exciting thing is that people will have an opportunity to see that we have Jamaica in common. We love her. We get along. And we don't. Even, since, we don't even you know, fight. No, we don't argue no. or nothing. And, and we guess what? Respect. I can. Ex I can respect who you are. 
I can respect yeah. your beliefs. I I've never attempted to make my daughter disrespect or think less of you as her father, but I like that we have an opportunity to show people that we can sit down at a table and discuss something that a right. lot of people will be cussing each other yes. out about. Right. It'd be a whole fight. But the, the weird thing is that when Yo people... Mama, listen. But we all appreciate right. it as humanity to say that we have we have been on a journey together yeah. and my journey went over here. Yeah. Your journey is still in that area, but then we can come back and still be yeah. humans. I think if we practice to be humans, more than being these celestial spiritual beings, we can get along. You know what's funny, though? What's funny is that people don't believe that we can coexist in the world and be different in several ways and still say, hey, listen, I tell people all the time, I want the best for you. If something was wrong, you know for a fact, you know, Wynette would have my back, Jamika would have my back. It wouldn't be one of those things to say, we different, we serve different guys. Yeah, I so can't pray for him. Then, but in actuality, that, that's why you know, he, you know, he's sick because God is getting him because right. he left the church. You know, that, you know all that spoken crap, which you know, I'm good because I got my crystals on. You know, now, people get heard to, crystals. People have a right to believe in what they want to believe yeah. in. But you know what, Rick, you sitting here with us, what you really should know is that we were always, always silly. Oh, yeah. Always add some crazy laughter going on. Yeah, we got arrested some last silly stuff. Hey, we got arrested one Easter in Canada, y'all. They got me almost. They was gonna tie me upside down and strip me butt naked and give me a thousand paper cups you know and throw what? some other juice on me. I think what happened was, was that the time I made a mistake and I made an you exit. Did. No, I you was know. driving. Y'all let me drive well, Applebee's. Oh my yeah. and, like, yes, and you gave time. her the wrong. And you gave her the wrong the wrong turn. direction. Yeah. and we wound up on the bridge. Yeah, yeah. And with, got no I, with no ID. No ID. No, with no, no draws on. Just you know what was really horrible was that I had forgotten and I had something in the hatch Teaching of my truck. What was it that I had the hatch of my truck that know. made them make us go Get in, up. be searched, be questioned? Did it take us like two hours? Yeah, it took us a while because oh we had to go God. across the bridge to try to come all the way back. You know what? I'm trying to tell you. We were teaching Jimmy how to drive on the freeway. And I had a scared. fake ID too. Look, the lady was about to, I was about 6, 17. The lady was going to give me, no, I was about 16. 16. She was going to give me a free drink. I was going to get a Long Island. And they hating on me, cock blocking. Oh, she's not that age. I almost got away with it. But you know what, Ray? And James, I think that. You pull that out on yep. the bridge, did you? I think that people should, um, people should live a life that exemplify who they are. Like me as a believer, I want other people to believe. I want other people to follow you know, Christianity. And I feel like the best way to do that is just to live my life like that. And I'm fun. I'm not all like crazy where you can't enjoy your life. You can't live your best life. So I think if people get that and get a balance, then people won't like hate each other for fabulous things. I can respect other people. You know what I'm saying? And if we convince other people to start respecting one another and like be who you say you are, if you a Bible thumping Christian, thump your Bible and be who you are. If you not, just be you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not forcing anybody to like be spoon-fed the Bible. I mean, I would love for them to just start asking questions. Like People that go to church, start asking questions. Why are we doing things this way if you're not comfortable with it? But the problem is people won't ask them questions. So they just walk away and say, ain't nobody real. So as I sit here at this table, I'm just saying, I'm still a real Christian. Still a real believer. And, 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 and I sit at this table and say, I am the original human being. Like you all are too. You just don't know it yet. Hugh.
the prefix of hue deals with the ancient comedic word hue meaning breath god divinity the word man is a sanskrit word which is an offspring from the ancient comedic uh, language that deals with uh, in Sanskrit, deals with mantra. When you do with mantra, you do with thoughts. So actually, we are God minds. When we say we are human beings, we're not talking about human beings in a reverent sense of bodies. We're talking about our minds. So when we say we are human beings, it has nothing to do with physically, but what's in the physical. So I am the original human being, and you are too, as well, until you come into that understanding. Tell them your title. What's your title? Uh, well, because I've come from studying the Hebraic way of the Bible, I just simply kept my name the same as Moray. A lot of people probably argue with that if you're African and all that. See, I don't get involved in all that. It was just a, a word, one word that spoke multiples of my study. Okay. And the word Moray means come from the mountain. Yes, okay. We gotta do one, Rick. No, I guess we gotta do one. I am Mika, the icon. <laughs> I know why, Mika. I'm just Rick. Rick, Rick. I'm just Rick. Rickety, Rick. I am who I am. Rick, the second. Rick. The second. And producer, really producer fun. of the third. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to call Rick the producer. Thank you, guys. I can do that. Okay. I can do that. Thank yeah. you for inviting us in. Yes. I thought it was, like, really cool to be invited. I appreciate it. It was fun. Like, it was definitely fun. Yeah. James tried to bring all his books and try to like, take us into a real six-hour study. Oh, yeah, I did have several other questions, <laughs> but uh, we're going to leave that for Thanks part for coming, two. Thanks for coming, James. Appreciate two. it. Part two is definitely coming. But this episode is to show you you can't see your brain, but you know you have one. You don't see your blood in your veins, but you see a color and you know you have some. So listen, no matter what, <laughs> yeah, you know, no matter what, you, hey, hey, That's you can't see your brain because you know you have one. So with that, we're gonna say good evening. That was okay. a deep thought. I was your moment. No, y'all just spoiled my joy. It's we right. stole your joy. Y'all stole it. It's all right. Y'all have, have a great night If when you're thinking, your thinking don't have ink, then you are an eraser. You are. Every thought creates your future. Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly go together. <laughs> Not really. No. no. They do. It's disgusting. They do. But okay. You don't make jelly and jelly sandwiches. Do you? I you do. know what? I you do. nasty. <laughs> so, Jamaica. I am asking Jamaica, and I'm asking your audience to hit her up, and I'm asking you, Rick, that I'm really looking forward to you guys going on YouTube live. I really want to see you live. I think people want to see, what does Rick look like? What does Mika look like? She's been hitting up Periscope, but I think that it will be exciting because people could ask questions while you guys are there. So I want to put it out there that yeah. your listeners would go to MW Movements and send some requests for you guys to go to YouTube. Oh, speaking of which, uh, final thought, uh, the store is live now. Woo! So you can go to MWMovement.com yeah. and you can hit the hey! shop area and you can uh, <laughs> do some shopping. So uh, definitely hit us up there and everybody be great for your holiday. Be great for your day. Um, and celebrate all... whatever you want to celebrate. What were you going to say? It's all hidden in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> See ya.